You're listening to Outline and Live with J.C. Alvarez. The always charming ringleader of the red carpet, Ross Matthews, first won her hearts as a late-night interview intern for Jay Leno. Now he's entering into a winning second season of his own talk show, Hello Ross on E! And is celebrating the paperback release of his best-selling book, Man Up. As a spokesman for the FDA-approved at-home HIV test, OroQuick, Ross is also encouraging the community to know your status. Here now is my interview with none other than Ross Matthews. Hello. Hey Ross, how are you? How are you? I'm doing very well. Hey, congratulations on the second season of your show, Hello Ross, on E!, which is premiering on February 21st. Isn't that exciting? <laughs> We're coming back for a second season, bigger, better than ever. We have a brand new set, big star. I'm so excited. You know, it's has it has it met all of your expectations? I mean, it's like for so many years you were part of Jay Leno's lineup on The Tonight Show, and now to have your own thing going on, has it met your expectations? It's better than I ever <laughs> I, I ever dreamed. I mean, it's exactly what I always hoped it would be, and more. <laughs> you know, it takes a certain kind of person who can who can listen. When I first started this thing, and my picture was everywhere, and my name was on the building, and all that stuff, I thought, "Are you okay with this?" And I, <laughs> I can't. I still can't decide if it's confidence or narcissism, but I am fine with it. It feels exactly <laughs> right. I I feel really comfortable in this role as a team leader. I think. You know, we're making a show. I'm so proud of the show I wanted to make since I was eight years old. Mm. Um, and I'm making it with my friends, you know. One of the writers on the show is my best friend from high school. My, my college roommate, the producer on the show. We're, we're making it for the fans because we're fans. It's, right, it's right. working, you know. It, it feels right because we're doing it right. Right. Who were some of your talk show idols while you were growing up? Because, I mean, everyone has someone that they idolized. Absolutely. You know, growing up, of course, I watched, I mean, I watched Jay. Yeah. I was late, I would watch Jay. I watched Reeves and Kathy Lee in the day, Oprah, of course, and then especially Rosie, though. <laughs> I mean, I just felt like such a connection. It felt like she would talk about how she watched Ally McBeal the night before, and I'd be like, oh, my God, I watched Ally McBeal the night before. So it felt like um, she felt accessible to me. Mm. And Hollywood and, 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 and show business has always been so intangible. Mm. Is that the right way to say it? It's yeah. Untangible. What is it? <laughs> Not tangible. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Thank you. So, so it's 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 now like you know we we, uh, we have we have you as just part of our of, as our, of our pop culture dynamic. You and I are kind of like caught, cut from the same cloth as as far as like being two very sexy gay men on the beat, but we're also pop culture enthusiasts. Yes. <laughs> Do you have a favorite red carpet moment? Oh my gosh, there are so, I can't. I don't know that I could narrow it down to one. There are so many. I mean, I mean, every time I'm on a red carpet, it feels like I can't believe I'm here and any second security is going to be called. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I just, you know, but there's one in particular would have to be, and I, write, I wrote about this in my book, mm-hmm. Man Up, which is not to brag, but it's a bestseller, and the paperback comes out February 25th. But my, um, we, I write about meeting Gwyneth Paltrow and the right. at my very first Vanity Fair Oscar party, and and I asked her to be my best friend, and she said yes, and we are after right. that. She emailed me the next morning, and that has to be like the number one red carpet moment in the history of red carpets. I have to think maybe I'm maybe I'm biased. And you know, she she wrote the forward to Man Up, uh, which is beautifully titled "Tales of My Disillusional Self Confidence." Yes, yes, <laughs> she did write the forward because I felt like. Everyone would think that I was lying. <laughs> about her, so I felt like I needed a stamp of approval. 
uh, and she wrote the, the foreword, and she's been so supportive. She's like, she's the best friend. You know, I, I also feel it's very important for young people to see reflections of uh, and have role models which within the LGBT community because uh, it really makes an impact on their lives. When you were writing this book, did you imagine that it could have that sort of impact as well on on other individuals? Absolutely. I hoped that it did. Mm. I took this very seriously. You know, I mean, it, it's, the book is so funny. I'm so proud of how funny it is. But I'm mostly proud of the message that it has, and that was by design. Mm. You know, I, 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 I've had book offers before to write red carpet salacious tell-alls about who has bad breath, blah, blah, blah. And I, I had no interest in writing that book. I would read that book, but I didn't want to write that book. Right. I wanted to um, I wanted to, to leave something that I planted a seed of, of something good. And, you know, the book, Man Up, I, I define Man Up as celebrating what makes you different. I think mm. so many people waste so much time hating what makes them different instead of celebrating it. And if you, if you do make it stand out, people will notice it. And I know that's true because it happened to me. It's, it's man up is literally a call to action. It's like a word. <laughs> it's, it's literally a call to action. What was the greatest? It really is. It's a movement too, because I see it happening. You know, the, the number one thing people say is when they read the book and I get the tweets is like, I knew it'd be funny. I had no idea. I would feel so much when I read it. That's brilliant. What was the greatest lesson that you learned about yourself while, while writing the book? You know, it's, it was really, I highly recommend people write write up their memoirs because you, you, <laughs> you do learn something, you know, with, it wasn't until I went back and read the book from beginning to end, which mm-hmm. felt like the most narcissistic thing to do in the world, but you have to do it <laughs> to make sure it's cohesive. Right. Um, that I realized how much I, I wanted my father's approval. And I know that sounds so silly, but I mean, he, he died 10 years ago. Mm. And, and, you know, I never really... I don't know, like, I feel like my relationship with him ended then, mm. he died, mm. and then I wrote all these stories about it, you know, and I, would, I, t- I took a year and a half to write it, so mm-hmm. I would write a chapter, go do something, and then write more, and not remember what I had written, and when I wrote, when I read it as a cohesive piece, I thought to myself, wow, I, I guess you really you want, just wanted to make him happy, yeah. I, I know that yeah. sounds so deep. No, no, but, that's, um, that's, that's great. I mean, it sounds like a very difficult memory to, to visit, but, I mean, how brave of you to go there. Well, you know what? I, it was un- unconscious that I went there, and I, I, I'm so glad I did because it, um, it actually healed something. I know that's so lame, and so, like, I know it's just a book from Roth on TV, but <laughs> for me it was a process, and, right. it, and, it, and it, it really meant something to look back on that and sort of surprise myself with that. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I think that um, – I think that – a lot of people can feel disenfranchised, uh, but when they understand that we all have those moments, um, it makes them feel like they're really part of a team, like th- that they're not alone. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Especially people like us. You know, I don't know if you saw who I dedicated the book to, but it's to anyone who's ever felt different from everyone else. Absolutely, and, yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, that's everyone, and yeah. that's on purpose Absolutely. because it is for everybody. It's it's everything in this. It's a universal. Uh, you know, a tale of self-acceptance. That's what this book is. Speaking, speaking of all that universal love, how are you spending your Valentine's Day? Oh, how am I spending my Valentine's Day? Well, I'm in New York doing press for um, for the season two of right. the show, and Salvador comes with me because he he styles me for the show for for the red carpet. He's a wardrobe stylist, so I highly recommend you date a wardrobe stylist. I'd be I'd be like in and a zip-up hoodie. It, it wouldn't be good. It would be good. Um, but, you know, I, I, 
you know, we're we're gonna we're gonna be on a plane headed back into LA, so we'll probably cheers on the plane. Oh, that's um, that's great. But it's actually, it's, I'm glad you brought up Valentine's Day because I I'm working with Oriquick mm-hmm. this year. Um, this, I'm actually really excited to do this because you get this platform when you get a talk show and. and you want to lend your voice to things that you think matter, and this is really great, actually. Right. And Valentine's oh, Day is a good way to talk about it, too, because OrQuick is an at-home HIV test. Yes. It's so simple. 20 minutes, you swab your mouth, and you know your, your status. And it's the same test that the, the doctors use in the doctor's office, the 24-hour hotline when you get your results to talk to someone. But in this Valentine's Day, as people are going out there and having fun, and I hope having a lot of fun, <laughs> you want to make sure to know your status. You yes. know, HIV kids, they're on the rise because people are scared to be tested because mm-hmm. it used to be so scary, right. and it isn't anymore. It's literally 20 minutes, a swab of your mouth, you know your results and your status. Yeah. And Valentine's Day is a good time to talk about this. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I imagine that something as quick as, as OraQuick, which you can do at home in, in the comfort of your home, it's really encouraging to young people, and it really takes the stigma out of what... Oh. I, yeah. That's yeah. it. It takes the stigma out of being tested and the fear out of being tested. It's available at, like, drugstores, Walgreens, CVS, or even the website, OraQuick.com, comes, .com comes straight to you. Mm-hmm. So it takes the fear out of it, the stigma, the doctor's office, the needle, everything out of it. And then you know, then yeah. you know your status, and you go from there. And exactly, and then that's that's part of the, that's that's the best that's the best part, and that's certainly. Once you know, you can take a deep breath, take a shot, and then have a little fun. <laughs> you know, what I was most surprised about Ross. I, I saw a couple of um, of uh, I guess you could call them shorts during the course of of uh, of the Super Bowl weekend. Are you really a football fan? Oh my God! Check my Instagram. <laughs> Die. I, I am a lifelong Seahawks fan, and I write about that in the book, too. Um, I, I, I um, just sort of grew up. It was a way to have something in common with my brother and my dad. Yeah. I just sort of watched it, and then it became just part of the fabric of who I am, like fabric, like polyester. It's, you know, it's, this is part of who I am. Um, I, I love them, and I even flew up to Seattle for the national championship game when they played the 49ers, brought my brother. I tweet about the Seahawks all the time, so they follow me on Twitter and tweet me back all the time now. And so um, we went up there, and, you know, they've been around for 37 years. They've never won a Super Bowl. I still almost can't believe that we did it this year. I yeah. <laughs> that, that hot piece of man meat, Russell Wilson. <laughs> he drove us there that delicious caramel macchiato. <laughs> I love him. And I would say he owes it all to you. He owes it all to me. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. But I, one day I'm going to come get mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ross, con- so cute. Well, continued success so so much on the new show, Hello, Ross, for E!, which premieres on February 21st. The book is fantastic, Man Up, and it's, it's certainly, like I said, is a, is a fantastic call to action. Um, and, and, of course, taking this platform with OraQuick, um, so potent, so amazing, and uh, really a great role model for people to look up to. Thank you so much. Listen, I, 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 I know how lucky I am. I know how precious this platform is. And so I'm, I'm, I'm so excited about the show and, and the book, and I'm so excited to be working with, with Orbic and pe- let people know about the technology that even I, before I started working with them, I didn't know it existed yeah. and how simple it was and how different it is to know your stats, how easy it is now. So easy. Ross, thank you so much for your time. I know, I know you've got to run and you got to get your Valentine's Day in gear. <laughs> I wish it's as good as you imagine it's going to be. Leave me to my imagination, Ross, please. Okay, I love you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you, love. Take care. Okay, bye. Bye bye.
Ross Matthews continues to take Hollywood by storm. Catch him on his E-Network's talk show, Hello Ross, and do read his best-selling book, Man Up. For more information on AuraQuick, go to www.auraquick.com. Know your status. Out Loud and Live is now also available as a podcast on iTunes. Please hang up and try again. Send us your questions or comments to thrillseekerhq at aol.com. This is JC Alvarez, and you've been listening to Out Loud and Live. This is a Thrillseeker HQ presentation. Get in the HQ. Go to www.thrillseekerhq.com. Thrillseeker HQ.